0: I'm David Quinones and fresh off of getting crushed to death at a rap concert. I'm joined by David Rose. It hurt, it hurt. Rosen. It really bad. It hurt really bad being crushed to death.
1: <laughs> I do like that music though. You love rap music? Uh-huh. Who was who? Is that is? It was Ken- I, you know what? I'm not even sure. Is that what Travis Scott? Is? Yeah, Travis Scott is, is rap. I, mean? I think he's rap. Yeah. yeah, he's rap. Come on, man. Travis I mean, Scott. I, there's you this... got to at least know a little bit of. I nothing. Come on. No man. I because nowadays the like the the electronic artists are like so blended in with with the rappers and the pop artists. Like none of it. Like what's his name? What's the 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 white guy with all the face tattoos?
0: Um uh, uh Bubba the Love Sponge. Him. Uh No, he I was mean, in a I movie. Think... He was in Spencer Confidential. Yeah.
1: Yes, he was.
0: Probably really good at it. What the fuck is his um, name? Um I know who you're talking about yeah, and the people name. who love him, like truly truly love him. Very Post,
1: Post Malone. Malone. Yeah. That's his name. I when he first came out, I thought for sure he's a rapper. Wait, he is but a rapper. But then right? But his famous songs are like Backstreet Boys. I mean, they're like pop songs. Well,
0: yeah, but like that's the same thing with The Weekend.
1: I thought The Weekend was a rapper, but I'll... well, he, yeah, and he's an, he's like an R and B singer. He's like uh like an Usher. Is he like? Fuck,
0: yeah, I guess he is. Yeah, yeah, he's like an Usher.
1: I really like The Weekend, by the way. I, I want to listen to his album, but um, but yeah. So I the the point is, I I have no idea who any of these artists are God anymore. Damn, we sound like we're what what like fifty are. years old on this fucking podcast, right? Yeah. Now. Well, we've established Jesus that. Jesus fucking
0: Christ! <laughs> it's so depressing. God. It's so depressing because, yeah, like, man. what, 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 what do you fill the rest of your time with if none of this matters God. anymore? If already, like, you burnt out the receptors. The, the new
1: Jane Campion film starring Benedict Cumberbatch to, that comes out on Netflix week. I want so. to
0: tell you about that.
1: <laughs> you want to like That's rehash so our lesson. conversation
0: we were having over text, where I was saying that it's crazy that. That, like, Apple TV just has a fucking Tom Hanks movie coming out. And no, not Which, one. by the o- way, other than, I watched. Other than Apple TV and their promotional materials, not a single person is talking about Tom Hanks being in a no. huge, big budget, like, Robert zemeckis looking. I know it's not Robert Zemeckis, but it, like, looks like Robert Zemeckis.
1: Actually, I think he did produce it. Shut oh. the fuck up.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. I just pulled that yeah, name I'm out sure. of my Yeah, pretty sure yeah so like but uh nobody mentions. i ended up
1: watching it because of our conversation i was going to just kind of gloss over it because like you said nobody's talking about it and i was like you know zero cultural footprint great but yeah zero footprint so i was like "Eh, maybe i'll get to it one of these days but i ended up watching it because when i went to rent the beta test which is i believe exclusively for rental on apple tv so i saw it in the menu there and i was like Maybe I will give this a try. And I loved it, actually. We'll be really? recording a piece and piecing it together on it uh, tomorrow. Yeah, but that's but, bullshit. Um,
0: like, the reason you loved hey. it is because it did the cheat code of a dog. It has a dog, that's and right. so you just like it. A like, dog
1: and a robot. I mean, come on.
0: Your opinion on any dog movie should just be erased, because it's pointless. <laughs> it's a blind spot for you.
1: That's not fair.
0: That's... that's... <laughs> not fair i mean your opinion on all movies should be erased honestly <laughs> everything that you think about movies should people be wiped. like my opinion on movies should but... be wiped from the earth <laughs> um yeah no I, I know that the beta test is still a uh on my
1: my list of homework that i have from mm-hmm. you i gotta watch that and we're gonna talk Piecing about it that together coming soon on that one with with guest david quinones from the bird road podcast
0: um but the reason i haven't been watching it is because i've been really into this uh I can't, I can't put down this show, man. Um, the, uh, for all mankind. And I know that I'm late to it. I'm like really late to it. Cause I think they're about to put out season three any day now. And so I've been like trying to catch up on the first two seasons. This show is incredible. This show is like one of the best things I've ever seen. It's as good as like, I don't know, like what do you consider to be good television? Mad men or cause it, it's kind of like a period piece like that. It's, it reminds me of the Americans a lot. Like, it's mm-hmm. so good. And again, you talk about stuff that no cultural footprint. Like, it's like no. When Castaway came out, this movie that you just saw is basically Castaway. Yeah. And Castaway, when it came out, was the biggest thing in the world for, like, yeah. I don't know, a month or whatever. Everybody was like, oh my God, they did a movie with just Tom Hanks and in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And, like, no, no conversation about it. This. This TV show is the best portrayal of like I don't know what do you call that where it's like it's fiction, but it's not science fiction, where like everything is real in the movie like like right. The Martian, I think right. The Martian is an example of
1: well I was gonna say First Man would be a first man example perfect of that. example yeah, yeah. everything yeah. everything
0: in it is real it's like science e yeah. but right. and it's a fictional story but it's um it's all possible it's not like right there's no like
1: it's based on real stuff but not right
0: the, but not fake technology or like made up yeah. fictional technology or whatever so this show is that like probably the best thing i've ever seen in that little sub genre that little micro genre
1: it's 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 so good it's unbelievable and joel Kinneman is in it who i do love joel he, kinnaman he is does, fucking great in it um so what's up dave what's going on with you nothing much uh getting ready for our honeymoon which that's kind of um the main thing i'm trying to get stuff done before then with all these podcast things and everything
0: what um what's the travel uh situation look like i know that we, that's been uh, a point of contention
1: yeah yeah we we got to get our uh our covid test um a few days before and there's like a whole system for that with flying internationally so it's 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 a little a little confusing and annoying, but, you know, we'll make it all happen. But, yeah, we we have a layover in JFK, which uh, that's annoying as well. And then we have to go through various modes of transportation on our way to our resort. But uh, it's going to be awesome. Why do you have a We're layover in JFK,
0: you're going to the Caribbean.
1: That makes yeah. no sense. I know. It should be in, like, Miami or something. <laughs> or, right? or even, like,
0: Houston or, like, I don't know, New Orleans or something. It's the way the th- things work, yeah. Or, or know. honestly, it should just be a direct flight. That's really weird. Yeah, like what? that would be nice.
1: That would be wonderful. <laughs> that doesn't exist. I um, talked to
0: you the other day about like what level of wealth, and we came to the answer. We, we came to the conclusion for you, the answer is none. There isn't a level of wealth that you could ever get to. Um, but what would be the level of wealth that you would have to be at to start chartering private jets? <laughs> And like, right. forget about buying. Cause I think there's like, we don't see this because it's invisible to most of us, but there's entire, um, like, gradations and like levels of, of like being obscenely wealthy. There's the owning your jet or owning multiple planes. Um, yeah. One where you just have your own jet at the ready. And then I think there's like one level down where you're like, I don't know how this works. I don't know if it's, if it, if you, if there's, well, I don't know if there's like an app or like what you're doing, but like you're, 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 you're flying on private, jet. you're, you're flying private. Right. But mm-hmm. it's not your jet. It's just like, I guess it's like it's just Uber. Like there's always jets that are kind of around that you can just kind of, I guess, hire. So that's the next level down. And then after that, it's like, I think that there's like, um, there are very small jets where you share them with two or three other people. Right. right. And, and then after that, there's like flying first class and then just flying like like a, like a normal person flies. And right. I had asked you, like, like what happens if, like, you, you know, you're – let's say you're like – you're in your, like, twilight of your life. You're in your 60s or whatever. And you f- find out that through some financial chicanery or whatever, like machinations beyond your your understanding – uh, you've been left hundreds of millions of dollars, like $250 million. You're telling me that in a scenario like this, you wouldn't just charter a plane and just, I mean, avoid all of that? Understanding that, like, you avoid everything. You don't do security. You don't have to do any of that
1: stuff. I guess if I was in my sixties or later, maybe because then I don't have to worry so much about keeping it all, right? You know, because I'm because that's, that's my your big fear thing. Your yeah. big fear. I is, don't ever want to have to explain like, that. Just like, unpack a job unpack or anything. <laughs> I I I like the idea that uh, I would be able to have this money in the bank in case I need it at some point. You right. know, but once I'm sixty, I mean, I kind of made it through, right? I'm I'm good for your host of like assorted cancers that you're definitely gonna have oh yeah absolutely 70s. yeah and i mean you see all the medicine that harvey's on i mean you know whatever dog i'm gonna have when i'm in my 60s like is gonna, it's gonna get be the same kind of treatment every medicine available he'll get it you just know? like
0: fully afflicted and just yeah. shot through with nothing but cancer and tumors yeah. and
1: shit. And i don't want to have to look at that heart, bill i want to just disease. know that i can just you know do whatever you need to do to it doc yeah. you know
0: charge yeah. the card you've got the card on file I don't yeah it's on that.
1: file just do
0: Charged's it on file. you know please do
1: so if i spent that on a first class flight in my in my 40s so i could go to some little shitty regional film festival um that that, that would be pretty stupid of me i think
0: i love the idea of you chartering a flight to sundance it sounds like <laughs> so, so much fun to just follow <laughs> that process that's a reality show <laughs> You first of all selling your parents on it because uh-huh. it's like a solid ten grand, and it's <laughs> like it's not like you couldn't
1: you probably could. I could drive it like super easily. <laughs> I know, but
0: like, what's the point of that? Like, the fun part is is showing up like a big
1: shot. Have you mm-hmm. been to Sundance? Have you ever done that one or no? Yeah, once. Mm-hmm. Once. I, I I really hope to, be able to go back sometime. But, I heard
0: it's really yeah. frou frou. It's very like like a like a Aeropostale type situation
1: i guess so but like it, don't you crave that a little bit like after we haven't done anything for the last two years I'm other than my wedding at this point yeah fucking anything so.
0: um yeah which <laughs> it's funny because one of the things I, I wanted to talk about you 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 reminded me that we were supposed to do this this morning and i hadn't prepared um so you know i didn't know what we what we wanted to talk about mm-hmm. i had an article that i was going to read to you and just kind of get your feedback on. I'm part of this mailing list where I get from this Miami, I don't know what it is, I guess. It it used to be a conference, and now I don't think they do conferences anymore, or if they do, they're all like bullshit virtual conferences. They're not real ones. Um, It's called Emerge Americas, right? And Mm -hmm. uh, I, I still get emails from them. I attended a few of their conferences in Miami Beach. They were trying to like, they were part of this like whole. They were early adopters to the whole like scam of like oh Miami is actually the new tech hub of the world, you know. And it's like right. oh because we're bilingual and you know it's twice as good at doing tech when it's like well everybody in everybody in Silicon Valley is 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 like monolingual and they just do it anyway, so it doesn't matter. But anyway, there was this, it's part of that thing we were talking about it before where it's like different cities tell themselves stories about how they're going to be the tech hub the new like up-and-coming tech hub right and like it's all to varying degrees just bullshit even silicon valley yeah. is kind of bullshit it's like all this all this energy and money is really when you think about it it's dispersed like all the account holders maybe they happen to share one area code but like not really i mean whatever yeah it's all just like, oh, a, it's, a, it's a mugs game, right? It's like, it's, it's bullshit. It's just yeah. like trying to be, and then like nobody can even say like what that means. Like if you become the next tech hub, so then what? Now people are going to make more money? Is that documented? Is that proven anywhere? Like or is, is a bit like there are going to be more jobs. And is, for how long? Yeah, is technology out here making a bunch of jobs? Because I haven't really seen that happening um so yeah and for how long that great great point like it's it's all just it's it's a shiny object that a lot of cities like miami cities like austin cities like vegas that are trying to transcend what they are trying to become more than what they are it's like a sim. it's it's you know what it reminds me a lot of dave do you remember actually you don't have to remember it's happening right now it happened right now where you live the whole like oh for us to become a big multinational, important city, we need a stadium. We need a big stadium, mm-hmm. and we, and the public is going to have to fund it. And right. that's only the stupidest cities anymore. Oh, what is that? Is that wait, not the dog? It's a, is
1: that your air conditioner? No, it's the gardener. <laughs> Great timing. He's like right outside my window, mowing the lawn. <laughs> Perfect
0: timing. Does he do that he during? Be... Does he do that during piecing it together? Never, right, not never. once.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's happened before, and it just drives me nuts when that happens. Uh, sure, he should be gone from this window any second now.
0: But, so uh, uh, I forget what I was saying. Oh yeah, like the the whole thing with um with stadiums. That's a a little trick that they pull just to like kind of Mm. squeeze money out of you and whatever. Um, So I am subscribed still for some reason to this emerge America's newsletter. They call the brief and it's filled with like, I guess what's supposed to be like positive news or like good stories about the Miami tech scene or South Florida, South Florida tech or whatever. And um, sometimes they're not like they're sent from this, like that, that gaze, right? Of like pro tech, like pro tech industry, pro attracting capital, pro, you know, like so they don't read into certain things from like a more, I don't know, human perspective. <laughs> and so one of the, one of the items, cause it's mostly just an aggregator of like news about, um, you know about developments in miami or south florida tech tech scene and yeah. so uh, th- this is one that they sent today um this is an article that they aggregate into that newsletter uh from forbes it's called digital it's it's uh the headline is digital health's newest unicorn provides lonely people with a quote family on demand this is by katie jennings at forbes uh andrew parker's grandfather needed help but he didn't need a doctor he needed someone to help him with groceries and take him to a doctor's appointment. Quote, who wants to be a pal to my papa? Parker wrote in a Facebook post. More than a quarter of the U.S. population and 28% of seniors live alone. Social isolation can have serious downstream effects on people's health, such as raising the risk of heart disease and stroke, and it's estimated to cost the federal government $6.7 billion a year. Several years after that Facebook post, Parker, 33, is helping seniors and low-income families get access to companionship and help around the house as the co-founder and CEO of Papa, And it's being reimbursed by insurers. We drive you to the doctor. We help you around the house. We teach you these computers. We teach you these computers. What does that mean? We engage with your health. We take you on walks, says Parker, who co-founded the company with uh, Alfredo. Sounds like my job, by the way. Yeah, but but, By the way, founding this company, this guy could have just been hanging out with his grandfather this Uh whole time. He could have just been spending time with him and doing those things, right? I mean, like... (laughs) Did he need to uh, create a, a company where he outsources that for like? Um, He's millions. so clever, this guy. On Thursday, the Miami, Florida-based uh, company announced a 150 million dollars Series D round by uh, led by SoftBank. Oh yeah, the 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 one name that you always know it's going to be a solid investment. SoftBank, mm. the the people who famously dumped like 10 billion dollars into WeWork. Um, that, that values <laughs> pop at $1.4 billion. The company has raised $240 million to date. The interest from investors, which also include whatever, just a bunch of like fucking venture capital firms, speaks to the growing recognition that a person's health isn't limited to the doctor's office. See, now, this is one of those things where it's like, they, like they'll latch on to something that is true and that is real. That like there are these social determinants of health. There are these other factors um to whether like it's not just about whether you have medicine and whether you have a doctor it's also like whatever uh you know community right it's important to your health and then like Mm. you know also like environmental issues like whether you know there's lead in the water where you live or whether there is you know how, how toxic the air is where you live um education is a social determinant of health like food access all these things right Mm -hmm. and they'll take those that that germ of an idea and turn it into something horrible into Mm -hmm. uber for hanging out with old people and like and that's what this is like they've turned this basically into like like if you're and i I don't know man i read about the way that this is going to work and i see how the money gets there The money gets there by us we pay for it we already pay for it like we pay for it in terms of like supporting medicare and medicaid as programs like so this is all just tax money why do we need papa to do this why do we need this guy um parker andrew parker to to do this like shouldn't this couldn't this just be a benefit of medicare instead of going through some Silicon Valley funded, uh, venture capital infused, um, you know, private equity held complex fucking thing. Like, couldn't, couldn't this just be a thing that we, that we have? Like, can't this just be like, oh, well there's a program for, to, to to fight social isolation and it's called Papa. It's the the, the department of Papa. And, and we do that. And that's yeah. something that we have for people. But why does what's it have to last, get laundered what's the last through the capitalist program like
1: that? Probably. Yeah. What's the last, the last new thing that wasn't just some private business? Yeah, it pro- probably the
0: the the New Deal. Like you would yeah. literally have to go back to the New Deal. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like they, they they don't we don't think that way now. Everything has to get. And it's funny because like. When you talk about like laundering all these things through capitalism, like they all have to get, like there has to be like, oh, okay. So there's this problem of old folks who are lonely and being left alone and are, are dying alone at, in droves because we're living longer than we ever did. We're more isolated. We're more socially distant from each other than, even before the pandemic, we were already like retreating into little cocoons of small studio apartments and, you know. The, the the final throes of a life of poverty you know you're just sharing a room somewhere with somebody um but like we were already headed that in that direction before the um before the the pandemic happened and in order for any solution to be taken seriously these days it's like it has to have a profit component yeah it can't just be like well we this is a thing that we need to do so let's pay for it or let's just do it because paying for things is kind of like a a scam in and of itself. I always hate when like socialists or uh, or, or leftists or whatever uh, progressives like say health like oh free health care. It's like stop calling it that. Like don't because then that's you're, first of all you're giving a brick you're handing a brick to somebody who wants to throw a brick through your argument. Right. Like right. you're giving it to them. You're arming them. And then second of all. It's not free. Like it's it, it, you're, ta- you're 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 acquiescing to the language of capitalism. The only thing that matters is labor and resources. It Doesn't matter whether you pay or don't pay for it. If you have labor to do a thing, if you have the resources to do it and to support it, then you can just do it. Mm-hmm. Then you just do it. You put and and the money is part of the equation. The money should. It, for some reason, it's not. It's not some reason. It's very obvious what the reason is. But for some reason in our policy discussions and in the framework of all these kinds of things particularly in healthcare it's like we have to we have to like reach around our ass to get to our elbow to find a way where the Andrew Parkers of the world can get 250 million dollar valuation or 1.5 I'm sorry 1.4 billion dollar valuations and 150 million dollar series D funding from soft touch bank and like and uh and, and like otherwise it doesn't make sense otherwise if we yeah. just like understanding that we have the resources and the value as humanity right because of soft touch bank has that shit then we have it right that we as a people have it instead of just saying like well how much could that 250 million dollars just do for those people like like how much could it just like, maybe the, the, the Andrew Parker guy from a few years ago who needed help with his grandfather, with that amount of money, maybe he could have a few extra days off and not feel the pressures and the screws of capitalism driving down on him that he doesn't have time to, you know, fucking get groceries for his ailing grandfather. Maybe he can yeah. actually have the fucking bandwidth. It's funny because you kind of, you live this life. Like, this is yeah. part of your job
1: description. It is. <laughs> I I just don't see how, uh, y- you know, you're talking about this and it all makes perfect sense. And I would imagine if you, you know, if people heard you saying this stuff, it would make sense to them. But it's like, how does this happen? I just think we're so just screwed would into you- this. This system, You're,
0: and your your parents still have a lot of wherewithal. Your dad is still running his business. I, I, I got to hang out with them last
1: month, and like, a still, lot is is a stretch, but yeah, <laughs> they're
0: still they're still they they're still sharp though. They they're not yeah. like uh they they're not they don't need anything like physically or mentally. They don't need anything like around the clock care at that point. Right, they're not no. at that point yet. Right, but even at their point, which again they're they're they're, they're still pretty healthy for their age. Right, would you trust? Basically, like, Fiverr, like, somebody off of Fiverr <laughs> to come take
1: care of your fucking parents? Like, Not really. And my, and my dad wouldn't trust somebody off Fiverr to be no. in his house. Your dad probably wouldn't <laughs> trust any new people. I
0: think he's past yeah. the point of life of meeting new people. Yeah. He's, like, yeah. firmly, firmly in, in Larry David territory, where it's, uh-huh. like, I don't want anything. I don't want any new stuff at all.
1: Yeah. Which, that's kind of where I'm at, too. <laughs> For
0: 30 years ahead of schedule. <laughs> I think I'm going to get... I'm going to hire somebody off of Papa to take care of you. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. It's just like... Just some big Samoan dude shows up, and he's like, Ha! <laughs> Q hired me. I can't leave here until, uh, until you're fully satisfied.
1: Maybe you can help me straighten up my studio here. I can't right leave exactly. here until you're dead. Oh!
0: <laughs> uh, through the, that relationship and trust, we're able to really move the needle on whatever is important and whatever gap exists for that member, says Parker. The pals' help isn't limited to errands. They also make notes on issues. See, I see this is so rife for... This is whatever happens whenever, when... when Silicon Valley or, or the tech world tries to solve a problem that needs to be, like, delicately handled by accredited, trained professionals. But they try to do it with just, like, crowdsourcing instead. Mm-hmm. Like, what wh- where is the line going to be where you ask your Fiverr Papa buddy, your Papa Fiverr guy, to, like, do stuff that he's not trained to do? What if it's just like, oh, well, give me my insulin shot? It's like, I mean, anybody can give anybody else an insulin shot, but where do the lines get blurred where it's like, oh, well, that should only be by a medical professional. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we tier our membership and you can, the person that you get can be a registered nurse. And it's like, well, why not just hire a registered nurse? I don't, I like, what is this solving other than just the problem of like, like a lack of PowerPoint decks on this topic. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it's that there's like a hundred pitch decks out there from Papa. Maybe I mean, maybe it's just too complicated
1: for people to find the help they need in all the various separate ways of going about that. I don't I don't know though. Well, I, I I also I think
0: that there's like I mean people talk about I I hate to sound like again like a conservative or like parroting sort of the broad conservative talking points, but. But there is this breakdown of family. I mean that that is true that that exists in our country. But it's also but it's part and parcel with a breakdown of like, of of community, and social bonds. All of that stuff, everything that adheres us together, of like sitting down in a room together every day. And again, I'm talking about like pre pandemic. I'm not saying that like COVID caused this, although COVID made it worse. But the idea of like us being together, and like Okay, am I gonna like sacrifice, sacrifice my career or sacrifice my life goals or whatever because um, I don't want to pay an adult daycare for my, uh, for my 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 parent or my 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 elder in my family, or am I just gonna pay the adult daycare? I mean, what can that cost? A thousand bucks a month? Maybe that's worth it for me. Maybe I just drop them off every day like they're children, you know? Which. Down here on Bird Road, there's like eight adult daycares. If you drive down the street, like it's 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 crazy, and that is a business model that popped up out of for me out of nowhere. I did not see that shit coming, but it makes sense because we're getting older. This country is an old country compared to other countries. Like we it's funny because we're dying younger every year in America. It's phenomenal. It's a it's a it's a true phenomenon. That hmm. somehow our life expectancy is getting shorter and shorter every year, but we're also becoming an older country because hmm. you know our birth rates are declining, and you know we're 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 we're, we're aging. Our our rate of um, population growth is slowing. Like the, to go from three hundred to three hundred three hundred million people to three hundred thirty million people took something like I think like ten years, but then in in the past ten years we've been mostly stuck from three hundred. 330 million to like now we're at like 336 or something like that so our mm-hmm. rate of population growth is slowing really quickly and pretty soon i think i read somewhere that it's like the year 2049 globally population will begin to reverse so we'll we'll, we'll get to something like 10 billion people and we'll start to scale back unless something changes like unless there's mm-hmm. some huge change in between now and then and the only huge changes i can see are the ones the kind that decrease population, not increase. So, like you know, huge mass um, mass uh, mortality events and climate-based stuff, like you know, more pandemics. I mean, fuck, man. So, I guess my point is, like, I don't think that this is a solution for the problem that we're facing. Or these, like, and not just that, because this is just one stupid startup in Miami. Like, they're, I'm not, I don't mean to put the responsibility of the world on them, but like. Like it's the wrong it's it's like it's
1: the wrong thinking. It's entirely yeah. the wrong lens to look at this kind of stuff through. I we we just uh over an awesome movie here we just covered office space. And um, you know, there's the, the guy Tom who has the jump to conclusions game and uh he there's another scene with him where he's talking about uh, the way to really like become rich is you gotta use your mind and come up with an idea. That's that's how you you know get out of the working for the man and you know actually yeah. make money, and uh, yeah, that's that's everybody. Everybody has to come up with some money making idea, and that's the only way anything happens. It's... And when and when right around that time that
0: that movie came out, like is about the time that the real ideas kind of stopped, and everything I... just became PayPal. It just became yeah. like. Uh, exactly. Like, moving money around. Not actually mm-hmm. creating value or building anything or doing anything. Like, And, I, again, I'm sounding like a conservative here because the, the the whole, like, we don't make things anymore. This country, we used to make things. And it's like, well, I don't think we debate enough the virtue of just making things for the sake of making them. Like, we made things at a pretty unprecedented clip for a 100 years. And we're not, like, in... Like, I, I, it's open for debate whether that's worth it because we really were paying the price. Like, we churned up the oceans and fucking just, like, eviscerated the ground underneath our feet to, to, to be able to make all that shit. I always think about that. Like, when, when I see, like, um, like some sci-fi. Again, we were talking about, like, For All Mankind. But when I think about, like, shows that are, uh, like, bigger in scale. Like, I was watching. Um, or, like, Dune. Great example. There are um, there are starships in Dune that are like the size of a planet, and I'm like, well, where did you get all the material to make that starship? Like, like yeah. wh- where did you find the metal to make that? Where, like, you know, like where where did it's all made of that spice? Yeah, That's it. where did you get Just... all that damn that damned old spice? <laughs> Um, so right now, Papa's biggest markets include Florida, yeah, no shit, Texas, Michigan, and California, which track uh, with the biggest Medicare Advantage and managed Medicaid markets. So again, this is just a service, a, a whatever you call it, a, a brand or whatever, a, a startup, that is just leeching money out of public coffers. It's just sucking up money. They do this in education. They do this in healthcare. They do this in like in 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 defense. They do this in um in like all walks of technology. They have it where it's just like okay, well, what's your business model? Get government money, get mm-hmm. tax money, get subsidies, get you know get money from various municipal, state, or or federal programs, and it, like and that's just the business model. Which to me, like I said, I want to recapitulate this why not just why don't we just do that why don't yeah. seniors just get taken care of why do we need some bridge solution from this fucking guy um parker from andrew parker why why do we why do why does he need to walk away from if if, if point a is lonely old people who can't take care of themselves and point b is those lonely old people getting taken care of and having the resources to take care of themselves why in between point a and b does andrew parker need to make a billion dollars right why right. did he have to solve that just taking care of old people is not a new idea like we could have just done that yeah so
1: it's just the way yeah. that everything is set up is it's the way that. everything is and built that's, now that's capitalism
0: right if you go with a i don't know if you go with a bill to like to like your local congressman and you're and you're like, hey, look, I I put they'd be like, what the fuck is this? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Get out of my rose garden, fuck face. And like, and he'd be like, I'm so sorry. I really just want to help old people. And then uh, you know, if, if 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 it's your senator, he probably releases the dogs because every senator is like a fucking billionaire now. And if it's your congressman, he probably has like a like a a, a wacky like 1990s Batman Joker gun down his pants that's like 12 feet long. And it probably sounds like Yosemite Sam because that's what every congressman sounds like, fucking Yosemite Sam. And uh, and it will just shoot you. Um, But either way, uh, I don't know, man. I don't want to say that COVID was the reason we grew, says Parker. I just think that anyone that didn't believe in loneliness or isolation definitely does now because all of us have experienced it. We talked about that before covid happened you and i used to talk about the epidemic of loneliness in this country mostly in the context of like younger people specifically younger men which i like when you you get to the when you get to the core of that um of of that issue of like well what what's to be done about the young white men like they're all broken and sad and in basements which again it's like an oversimplification and not true but It is also an issue like where there was, you know, the, our economy is being f- what, what, again, I sound like a conservative in this episode a lot of times, <laughs> but it's not inaccurate to say that our economy is becoming feminized because roles and jobs that traditionally women have occupied um, are becoming the most important roles and and jobs in our economy, like taking care of other people, hospitality, um, you know, ma- uh, managerial, professional managerial uh positions and you know things that in a lot of past generations when women entered the workforce it was sort of like natural trend knowledge work you know that kind of stuff is lending itself more towards women so like what is to become of these guys because we don't need them going down into coal mines anymore and we don't need them I don't know, like what, like driving limousines or something. I don't know, like what are the? Uh, you, you, this is one of your bugaboos. This is one of your fucking things that you get. Yeah, these jobs just simply don't exist, and there's nothing else for these people to do. And it's like the jobs. It's the jobs are almost secondary to it. It's more like like a, a root spiritual absence of like, well, yeah. what am I doing then? Yeah, I think that there were like I knew people who when I was working in i would say probably the the most bleak wasteland of of work in this country um is retail retail is just soul crushingly it's it's physically demanding because like in a, in a very dumb way because you you are expected to you're like under constant scrutiny from you know secret shoppers which even if your company doesn't actually employ secret shoppers they tell you that they do just to keep you on your toes and, you know various layers of management you have the third key watching you the assistant manager is watching the third key the manager is watching the assistant manager the gm is watching them you know and, and so on and so on and like it's, it's it's a really demanding and like mind-numbingly excruciating type of job and um but, like, I would know people who were, like, in their mid-30s or early 40s or something like that who had just been doing it forever and had maybe risen to being, like, an assistant manager making 15 bucks an hour or something like that. And I, I look at them and I'm like, hmm, I guess you kind of, like, closed your eyes and one day or one night and opened them and, and 10 years had gone by. And you're still just doing this. And maybe you had some plan and it didn't work out. Or maybe you never had a plan. Maybe you're just always going from day to day or whatever. And, um, and, 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 I guess like, and I can see the same thing happening in, you know, you know, journeyman jobs, or like if you're working as, as an electrician or you're working as like, you know, in, in a factory, wherever the hell they still have factories, you know, like you, you close your eyes one day and you open your eyes and you're like, damn, I had a good little career. I, 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 you know, got a 5% raise every year and whatever. I bought a house and maybe I didn't light the world on fire like I thought I would when I was a kid, but you know I had a good little life. I put together like a decent little family or something. Mm-hmm. And when you take away even that, and and like not only is there not the fulfillment or the community enjoyment or the um, the elements of like so, like social interaction that 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 you know kind of usually define your youth and then kind of get stripped away as you get older, like. You don't have that reward. You don't have the opportunity to get together and all get crushed to death at a Travis Scott concert. You don't Mm -hmm. even have like that. Like, and like, how many things? Like, how many? How how much can they strip it down? And people were joking about this, like Facebook Metaverse, how it's like, you're gonna, it's gonna be a future where you're completely contented, just sitting getting hemorrhoids and like and pissing out and shitting out the slurry that gets fed to you and mm-hmm. with with vr goggles on and just like you are contented and like and you don't own anything and like like you don't even own a cd you don't even know like the even the yeah. music you listen to or the, the movies you watch you don't own them even yeah. the like literal cult the, the, little, the little tiny like cultural artifacts. You don't actually own them. Like an NFT, right? You don't actually own it. You think mm-hmm. you do or they, you know, the the big draw is supposed to be that you do, but you don't. And right, which is the course. joke of of NFTs, right? That nobody owns a fucking digital image. You don't own a home. You don't own, you know, a car. You just have like what do they what do they call those? The the, the, the either Lyft, Uber or the fucking uh what what do they call them? Remember the rail cars or whatever? What what,
1: what were those? Uh, I don't I don't the know. The key
0: car or whatever. I forget. But I the car remember. where you just walk up and you have it for like 20 minutes and
1: It's like a little pod or something.
0: Yeah, and you just leave it in a parking yeah. lot and then somebody else comes and gets it. Or you have a bird scooter or something like that. That's the like future.
1: I I mean it's what's going to happen. There's no denying that that's where it's headed. Whether that's good or bad, it's probably bad, but just where it's going. It's just it's like It's like
0: okay, well there's this there's this screw, again, I'm using like that that very common metaphor of this, the screw of capitalism, like pushing down on you, right? And it's like, okay, yeah, we see that we've busted the skin and now we're like grinding into the bone and pretty soon it's going to come out the other side of your hand, this, this screw of capitalism. But we've invented um, a pill that will make you, like it'll dull the pain a little bit, like you won't mm-hmm. feel it. And that's what this pop-it is. That's what things like this are. It's like right. a, It's not like, well, maybe we can like, do something about that painful, sharp hunk of metal that's driving through my flesh and bone. It's like, no, no, no. We found a, a pill that'll make you not even feel it as it's yeah. happening to you. That's what all of this shit is. Um,
1: it's what all the content is, too, on the Netflix yeah. and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, all of it. It's just like... Some of that stuff, I, I, I was slow to kind of agree with you on a lot of the Netflix, like in terms of because you always couch this in like a production quality mm-hmm. lens, right? Like you're always like, well, they're making crap.
1: Yeah, who gives it's just a fuck? Get lower and lower quality. It's just right filler.
0: Yeah, and I, I've come around on that. It's true. A lot of this stuff that I see might look intriguing at first, and then I'll start playing it, and I start wondering, like, what is this made for? And I realize that if it's just made for zoning out and numbing the pain, maybe that's what it makes sense. Yeah, that's what Spencer Confidential makes sense as, yeah. just like a, an ambient kind of, yeah, or like it's a, really good for that, or like Lexapro or something. Like it's just mm-hmm. like that's what it is. It's 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 a pill. It's a little pill you take. It makes you not even happy, Dave. Just nothing. It makes you nothing for a little
1: while. Yeah, for a little bit.
0: It, it it lets you disassociate for a little while, step back, and not even be a living creature. You're just a consumption machine. You're just consuming this hour of shit right now, yeah. and then when that hour of shit is over, hey, you're back out into the world. You're back out into the economy and the market of 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 papa, and you know, hoping that your your grandson remembered to 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 click um, you know, renew on the membership this month and that yeah. and that um Artiles will show up at your front door with, you know, a sandwich for you and to spend a couple of hours listening to you talk about back when you used to go, like 50 years ago, when you used to go to Travis Scott concerts and get
1: crushed. And like, this this might actually be the most depressing episode of the show yet. (laughs)
0: It's the future I see, Dave. It's the future that I'm seeing. Listen, okay, we already talked about the healthcare that you have to deal with when you get older or when you're dealing with old people. But what about what about in between now and then? Mm-hmm. What about the uh the oh so trendy topic, not just healthcare, Dave, but mental health care, right? Yeah. Because what we're told, um, despite all construction of our society saying otherwise, what we're told is that mental health care is just as important as healthcare. It is maybe the most po- important type of healthcare. Right, um, even though there's, you know, as a society we kind of put very little uh, behind maintaining our mental health, and all and almost all mental health care, like struts supporting the industry of, of of mental health are like entirely bourgeois and made for like rich people. It's like like it's it's like the the entire mental health care industry is is made for very very wealthy people. It's not made. Yeah. There's no there's no like. <laughs> There's no like doctors without borders for, for 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 mental health, right? Yeah. Um. So this also comes from that same emerge, the same edition actually of emerge. What do they call it? Emerge? Gotcha? Emerge? The brief? Yeah. The emerge? Emerge the brief? It really just rolls right off the tongue. Emerge the brief. Oh, it's,
1: yeah. It's very. Uh, this comes catchy. from the
0: same. The same edition this one is actually from um uh from southwater business journal and it's here's the headline brave health raises 10 million dollars to expand access to mental health care brave health plans to make behavioral health care more accessible to low-income americans after raising 10 million dollars from investors backed by new capital the my which is i guess as opposed to the old capital Uh, The Miami-based virtual clinic is scaling across 10 states to serve an additional 65 million patients covered by Medicaid. Uh, Brave health offers virtual. This, this is a key right here, Dave virtual outpatient services for mental health and addiction treatments an alternative to traditional in-person services that can be difficult for vulnerable populations to, uh, to access Um, quote as demand for behavioral health continues to grow. The gap between people who need services and those who are receiving services has continued to widen, especially for those with Medicaid, according to uh, co-founder and CEO Anna Lindo. So Anna's not wrong. She's correct. But again, why, if we have a problem here, point A, low-income people, there's a huge gap um, uh, for uh, mental health care services for them. And B, those... Low, same low-income people who are on Medicare and Medicaid, uh, getting the health, the mental health care that they need. Why, in the middle of that, does Anna Lindau need to raise ten million dollars? Right. Where, where, what is the innovation she's bringing? Oh, it's on Zoom calls now. Dave, we're starting a period right now for the next two or three years where if 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 your entire pitch is just a thing, but on Zoom. You're gonna get ten million dollars. Somebody's right. just gonna hand you maybe as much as hundred and fifty million dollars. They're just gonna be like a record store, but it's a Zoom call. Oh, perfect! Mm-hmm. Virtual record store. Virtual record store. I just made That's you. That's actually a really good dollars. idea. I just yeah. made you. I just made you fifty million
1: dollars. <laughs> the next phase of wax. Virtual right? record store just dropped in my hand right now. <laughs> I just. It's
0: it's it's absolute madness, like. They're not bringing anything to the table. They're not innovating anything. They're not like. And by the way, what do you think is the quality of the, the kind of mental health care that is doled out over a a, 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 a venture capital backed profit driven app? Mm-hmm. That like, I mean, it's they've been out long enough now that they've become kind of. Have you got, have you heard like about how the the these mental health apps are sort of bullshit like. Like there, a lot of them are like either driven by bots or algorithmically created responses, or like um, I, I forget the name of these things, but like uh, when they first came out and they were getting advertised a lot on Facebook and also on podcasts. Podcasts were advertising them a lot. Do
1: you remember that or no? No, not really. I mean that that just sounds so grim. Like the idea yeah. of of like these like automated responses coming through to people's real problems.
0: Yeah, and I think that it's one of these things where you're never quite sure, at least with some of them. And I'm conflating a lot of this, and I'm probably getting a lot of it wrong. I'm never going to use one of those apps or services because, first of all, my mental health is perfect. Yes, there's nothing like I'm, I'm a perfect. I'm a perfect man. I was yeah. made perfectly. Uh-huh. Any anything that you perceive to be imperfect about me is probably just a problem with your perception. Yes. Uh, but like, uh, I'm. I I don't use these apps so I don't know but I have read like horror stories where people will be like you know oh this has made me have some like you know thoughts about taking my own life and then the machine will just be like oh I'm sorry about that (laughs) just like log off and just be like well we don't want anything to do with that and it's just (laughs) if you or someone you know has thought about and then just like an 800 number and it's like okay well I guess this is this is that thing where it's like um it reminds me of like the web, the initial web 2.0 shit back like 10, 15 years ago when they were talking about that. And it was like a mile wide and an inch deep. And it would be like, oh, check out our resources on you know this subject. And then it's just a bunch of links. Right. And you're like, okay, that's super useful. Thanks a whole bunch. You know, I, uh, like I couldn't just fucking Google and index this shit myself and, or, or just find something that actually works. A, a lot of that's this stuff is that it's a mile wide and an inch deep there's not much to it like how much real mental first of all it's also like sort of examined through this very like freudian laying on the couch talk therapy type thing but there's like a million aspects to mental health care that are like very similar to actual health care where you need to be examined you need to have like an, an encephalogram or whatever you need to have like brain scans and shit like that you need to be like you need to be checked out this stuff is not just like tell me about your 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 mother type shit like yeah. and which is the popular conception that we have culturally you know it's like the sopranos version of healthcare where you're talking to somebody for an hour which i mean i'm sure it's super important that's also critical talk therapy matters a lot but yeah, like but everybody needs something different though right and what if you like what if what if I'm a teenager who's beginning to like uh uh present um you know something really serious like 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 a real dysphoria or like a real um uh what do you call that a real pathology like like uh, schizophrenia what if I'm a, the teenager who's starting to present schizophrenia which is when it starts to happen like when you're like 18 19 years old or whatever Is Brave Health a Zoom call on Brave Health? Is that going to help me? I don't know. Maybe. Probably not, though. Like, what? This again is just like a fucking like a a a nod to like bourgeois preoccupations. Like this is this is housewives complaining about like I'm not sure if if um you know my rival on the school board or on the PTA uh, respects me type shit it's it's like it's 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 such low stakes bullshit and again it's if you look at it from that perspective like what is brave health really gonna do to help people it's gonna help anna lindau get 10 million dollars and that's it that's what it's for and that's what all this shit is for so dave i urge you to get on on on, um brave Mm. start your profile now again (laughs) What else does it have in common as I'm reading the rest of this article? Brave, Brave Health reports the percentage of psychiatrists accepting Medicaid has declined by half over the past decade, leaving fewer health care providers for the estimated 75 million Americans. Now, what's interesting about that is that Medicaid hasn't cut the benefit amount. So what these people are actually seeing, uh, Anna Lindau and, and her cohorts, her colleagues over at Brave Health, what they're doing is they're looking at a gap between the amount of service providers that are out there soaking up the government funded program funds and the government funded program funds, like the actual money out there is just sitting out there for the taking and psychiatrists by and large, probably because psychiatrists like to save money on things like overhead by not having assistants and not having administrators and not having like, you know, secretaries and shit that like, you know, file all these, Complex Medicaid and Medicare, um, all, all that paperwork. It's, it's administratively difficult to participate in Medicare and Medicaid. It's, you know, it's harder to do that as a doctor, as a healthcare provider. So psychiatrists don't do it as much as like a general practitioner or whatever. So Brave Health looks and they see that like, oh, we can just step in with an app and suck up all that money. And we'll just be professional administrator people. And like our app that's what our app will do. It'll do like administration. And will all that money that these psychiatrists or psychologists, mental health care professionals are leaving on the on the on the uh, on, on the table by not participating in Medicare, Medicaid, will suck all that right up. And so all they've done is create again, like we were talking about the PayPal shit, right? They just found a different way to move money around on the table. And not really provide any service. Provide something that looks like it's a service, but not really.
1: Which is how it all just works now.
0: It's all bullshit. It's it's like, it is. I mean, none of this stuff like does anything. None of this stuff does the thing it's supposed to do. I still respect somebody who comes out and says, like, I'm going to make a fucking car that flies. Or something. like any, make, make a thing. Even though do we don't think, need it. Do you think that's
1: going to happen anytime soon?
0: They're called helicopters, Dave. We've had <laughs> flying cars for we've had flying cars for like over a hundred years.
1: I guess that's true. I guess it's good.